Good morning, and welcome to today's Sunday School lesson. I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes, Daniel 9, 3. And this is exactly where we find Daniel in today's lesson, in prayer, praying not just for himself or for some random course of events. He is interceding on behalf of his people as a whole. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to study your word. Father, we ask that you allow your spirit to just come into our hearts and minds so that you can receive what it is that you want us to have so that we can share it with others throughout our area and our community. In Jesus' name, amen. The title of today's lesson is Daniel's Prayer. And it's taken from the printed text of Daniel 9, 4b through 14. The aim for change. By the end of this lesson, we will recognize human sinfulness, trust that God forgives us of our sins, and call on God in times of great distress. Keep in mind, to the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. Daniel 9, 9, King James Version. As a lesson background, Daniel knew throughout the years of their history, God's people have sinned, not only sinned, but totally rejected God and his covenant. Time and time, God sought to reconcile his people to himself, but they all always have, would have none of it, which ultimately led to their time in captivity and being under control of the enemy. But what Daniel also knew was according to their history, and according to the word of God pronounced by the prophet Jeremiah in Daniel 9 2, the time of their captivity was almost up. Deliverance was on the horizon. Hope was in, the, in their future of returning home once more. And so Daniel prayed. He prayed a prayer that relied on nothing but God's mercy and righteousness that forgives and works beyond their iniquities and sin. During Jerusalem's siege in 605 BC, Daniel was deported to Babylon as a child. There he was placed in a re-education program to prepare him for service in the very government that destroyed Jerusalem. Eventually, he became the most powerful Jew of the exile because he knew the prophecy of Jeremiah. He knew the 70 years of captivity were up. In our lesson text, we find him praying for God to make good on promise to deliver the Jews. Our focal verses for today again are taken from the King James Version of Daniel 9, 4 through 14, and I will read them in their entirety. O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed inequity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Verse six, neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes and our fathers and to all people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces as at this day to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem 
and into all Israel that are near and that are far off through all countries, whether thou have driven them because of their trespass, that they have trespassed against thee. Verse 8, O Lord, to us belong confusion of faith to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. Verse 10, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he said before us by his servants, the prophets. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. Verse 12, and he hath confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judge us by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven have not been done as hath been done upon Jerusalem. Verse 13, as it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us, yet may we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. Verse 14, therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us, for the Lord our God is righteous in all the works which he hath doeth, for he obeyeth not his for we obey not his voice. In verses nine, four B through eight, subtitled A Confession of Daniel, a prayer of confession from Daniel, we see that in this verse, O Lord, the great and dreadful God does not sound like the words of a bitter man. Anybody else who was stripped from his royal home, thrown in a lion's den, and shown disturbing visions might be angry with God. But Daniel worshiped him and acknowledged God for keeping his covenant with them, even when they departed from it. Daniel was not gentle in his confession as some are to say, forgive me for what I did, or Lord, you know my heart. Daniel specifically said, we sin and rebel. We departed from thy precepts and judgments, and we did not hearken unto the, the prophets. And that's paraphrasing verse five. In the set second set of verses of today's lesson, from verse nine through 14, subtitled, A Prayer of Repentance, the chapter's first set of verses contains Daniel's confessions. The second set contains his standing as a representative of the people. The third set of verses indicates his willingness to join with the people in their prayers and praise of God. Perhaps we can learn from Daniel allowing our confessions to have this combination of personal, ritual, direct, and congregational. The more we edify and exalt God, the smaller we should become. Our needs, desires, dreams, and thoughts should seem insignificant in the presence of a holy God as we affirm our desire to repent. In verses 10 to 12, Daniel focuses on God's faithfulness to the laws he set before them through Moses. The law records the blessings 
of obedience and the consequences of disobedience. Daniel acknowledges God's faithfulness for punishing Jerusalem for their disobedience according to the law. That's in Daniel 9, 13 through 14. In verse 13, Daniel offers a three-step process for repentance. Pray, turn from iniquity, and seek to understand God's truth. So what is important here? We take God's kindness for weakness. When we mess up, we expect immediate consequences. If punishment doesn't come quickly, then we act like we've pulled one over on God. Many of us continue sinning as though God is okay with our actions. How can we use today's lesson to teach those in our society who are stubborn, ignorant, or hard-hearted that God sees all we do and he will judge us according to our deeds? How often do you confess your sins when you pray? Challenge yourself to pray using the ACTS acronym. A stands for adoration. Begin your prayer as Daniel did, adoring God for who he is and for what he's done. C is for confession. Specifically, confess sins of commission, the things you did, and omission, the things that you were supposed to do but didn't. The T is for thanksgiving. Thank God for his mercy, forgiveness, and all he's done and doing in your life. Finally, the S is for supplication, meaning make your request known to God. So in conclusion, this lesson is an important in our walk with faith. Anytime we are seeking to enrich our relationship with God, one of the most potent ways to do that is in the stance of prayer and repentance. It's a heart that is personally yearning, not just for deliverance, but more of God and to be right and restored to him. In that one realizes, as Daniel did, the frailty of our flesh and power opposite his greatness and righteousness. We take these words and glean from them that we might learn to have an obedient faith as well. This concludes today's lesson. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for just your word. We thank you for the example of Daniel so that we can learn to pray like Daniel so that we can learn to communicate with you more. We want to, Father, just give you all the praise, honor, and glory. We thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.